for another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast, a show by the fans for the fans. We're excited to come at you. I'm live from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm Allie. He's Dustin out in Boise, Idaho. Dustin, we're right around the corner from the NFL draft, man. Allie, I woke up this morning. I was like, we got the show tonight. And I was like, we are three weeks away from doing our show live. As a lot of you guys know, Allie and I have never met. So this will be the first time we meet. Um, So this is going to be fun. And from what I can see, the activity online People are engaged. They're wanting to come. We have a lot of people that are interested in coming. That excites me. So, I, Dustin, I'm, let's let's talk about that. Let's let's announce to our listeners what is happening. Um, uh, if you stuck around last week, we kind of hinted at it that we might have a little event going on. But but but, Dustin, why don't you go ahead and unpack what that's going to look like for everybody? Yeah. So April twenty eighth, guys. This will be the pre draft party with Ali and myself. Um, we are going to be from only in Cleve, which is in Cam's Corner. Um, and that part of Cleveland, the West Park area, if you're familiar with that. So our sponsor, Only in Cleve, has been nice enough to host us in the actual uh, store there. There'll be hot dogs, there'll be stadium mustard, there'll be beverages, all kinds of fun stuff. We have some special guests coming, uh, some former Browns players to be announced, which is going to be really exciting. Um, And then, of course, a lot of people from the community will be there. Uh, A few surprises will be giving away stuff that night. Uh, stuff at the store will be discounted, uh, especially from Brian and his folks. Um, but more importantly, we're just excited to go to Cleveland for the NFL draft, be able to bring the show to you live from the draft. I mean, I mean, it doesn't line up any better than this. Our show is on Wednesday night. The draft's on Thursday. It's like a party, and it just starts early on Wednesday with exactly. Allie and myself. So I'm looking forward to it. But in the link, if you guys can say, if you actually are going to be there, please put down going. Um, just so we can get a headcount and make sure we have enough stuff for everybody. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, please come. We would love to, first off, Dust and I have never met in person, so we're excited to actually meet each other. Uh, but we are both flying into Cleveland um, for the draft. We are uh, obviously going for this uh, pre-draft you party. I think you're driving. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I haven't actually met a dog. Getting I'm getting a dog that weekend. So um, lots going on for Allie Heisong over here, but we're looking forward to it. And I, and I know Dustin and I are going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we would love to meet all of you. If you're comfortable with coming out, come, come say hi. We'd love to see you. Like, like Dustin said, we've got, uh, some food available, some drinks available, some special guests and some prizes. So come check that out. Um, Dustin, what, what time can they, can they come out? So five to eight guys, we're going to keep it open kind of for three hours, make it kind of an expanded show. Um, we think we'll probably go live from six to seven with the show. Um, but, you know, we never know who's going to walk through the door and we may have to do a quick interview, but we want to make this time so you guys can meet us, learn more about us and our personality in person. So we kind of see this as a meet and greet for uh, Browns fans as well to kind of congregate and be excited that the Browns are coming. The draft is coming to Cleveland. And Allie, I got to tell you, from all the stuff that I'm seeing and the helmets going up in Cleveland, yeah, isn't that you cool? can tell the city is really excited about this. Um, they're doing it safely. Um, they're doing it the right way. And I'm just glad they're able to bring it to Cleveland. Um, and Allie, I got a little fun fact for you. I was doing some math in my head here. And you know what I realized, Allie? One of the cool events, are you ready for this? One of the cool events you can do at the draft, Allie, you can get your picture taken with the Lombardi Trophy is coming to Cleveland. Folks, think about this. As Browns fans, I don't think the Lombardi Trophy <laughs> has ever been in the city of Cleveland, okay? No. So I'd be okay if they just leave it in town and just give it to us for, you know, the next Super Bowl. But, you know, that's, but I just thought that was really interesting that the Lombardi Trophy's here and it's never probably been here in its lifetime. I, I can't yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's cool to see Cleveland. Um, w- when there is a, an event going on in Cleveland, whether it was most recently, I guess you can imagine the Cavs championship parade oh, yeah. um, or really any, even Browns games. We, we know the kind of show that they put on, um, what the city of Cleveland does for, for everybody in the community. It's fantastic. So it's awesome to see them get that recognition on a national scale um, and, and just really show out for, for, uh, for the draft. Really looking well, forward to it. And you know this, uh, the city of Cleveland and Northeast Ohio are proud of their city. Yes. And what was interesting, I was watching uh, some sports this weekend, Allie, and sure enough, it showed the NFL draft, and all of a sudden, here came on this ad, and it goes, the greatest city in Ohio is hosting the NFL. I'm like, it kind of gave me goosebumps. Like, hey, there it is, right there on the screen. There it is. It's right there. No, it's just great to see. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get home, see my family, see my friends. Of course, go do this. Um, and really, 
just excited for the draft. This is such a, a fun time, football fans. We know this, especially us Browns fans. This has been our Super Bowl for so many years, but we're finally, <laughs> finally, finally picking at a position at 26 overall where we don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea who's going to fall to number 26. And even last year when we picked number 10 overall, it was still a matter of, okay, if this domino falls and the Giants go here, it, you know, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a game. At well, 26, as, as much as as, as much of a, a draft fan that I consider myself to be, and so many of you, I don't think anybody has a damn clue what's going on. Well, and Elliot, I'm hearing some smoke screens that the Browns may move up. Because um, because here's what I look at it, Allie. We know the Browns are close. Right. And if there's a player that's close that we can move up and get that's like our guy mm -hmm. to kind of finish the puzzle, you know, like to put that in there, like, yeah, that's – that guy's going to anchor that position and possibly be a starter for several years. Sure. I, I think Andrew Berry pulled the trigger. We know we got extra picks in the well, what third. What do we have? We have we have nine overall picks. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked, Dustin, if come come training camp or really come week one that we've got all nine of those guys on the roster. That's just not how they operate. Oh, right. That's just not how they operate. I, I don't I don't see them drafting nine right. players. Nope, I agree. So it'll be interesting. Uh, so we're going to get into that here in a little bit, guys. Uh, before we get into that, we discuss having our event at Only in Cleve. So we want to encourage all of you listeners, go check them out. If you need an official Here We Go Brownies podcast hat or shirt, go check them out at Only in Cleve. You can also get a bunch of other Cleveland uh, sports apparel, uh, home decor, whatever you need. They've got you covered over there at Only in Cleve. Um, I, Dustin. I was going to say, I saw something yeah. today from Only in Cleve that I think would look perfect in your house. What's it's that? a magnet beer opener. From and it's clearly yeah it's beer yeah yeah as I say I was like that's got Ali's name written all over but it's got the <laughs> magnetized beer opener and it's got Cleveland in the background the silhouette I was like I could see Ali popping a, a Miller yeah. Miller on that I'm I can see Ali popping a Miller light open with that um so some some good news some exciting news on my front um I, last last week I was a little flustered I was a little out of my game because I had just put in an offer on a condo. And some good news for the program tonight. Uh, they accepted. The inspection was today. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that all goes well. I'm waiting on that report. So if you see me still a little bit flustered, that's why. That's why. So um, to all of you in Ohio, if you are buying or selling a home, we encourage you to go check out our good friend Katie Klanowski, a real realtor out of Keller Williams there in Cleveland. So if you're buying or selling a home or you have any real estate questions or concerns, she is your girl, Katie Klanowski. Go check her out from uh, Keller Williams. And she's going to join us April 28th for our event. So you can visit her in person if you have some questions about listing or buying. She, we, we call ourselves, what, draft gurus? I'm going to consider her a uh, real estate guru. So if you have any questions, go check her out. Uh, Katie Klinowski, she's the best. Um, all right, Dustin, let's, let's get into it here. So since we last spoke, uh, some, some crazy stuff going on in the sports world. We know uh, the, the allegations right now out against Deshaun Watson, like 22 uh, women coming forward uh, talking about the sexual misconduct. Um, and just the, from, from him, um, no charges at this time. It's really going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and we saw well, I guess this. The, the Houston police now have an open criminal thing that they're looking into. I guess okay. viewing, yeah. yeah, that's a thing now. So, cause someone filed a complaint with the. It's, it's really interesting. And we just saw it with what the, what the Panthers have done. Um, really, I thought that they were in it for Deshaun Watson. Um, but I think that after all of this, they made their other move, yeah. went for Sam Darnold. Uh, but we know Nike and Beats by Dre have both pulled their sponsorships from Deshaun Watson. So I guess my question to you is, is what, what do you think this does for the future of his, of his playing career? Um, I, I don't want to get too much into it right now because no, all, yeah. I, I don't know. And I think that's, it's such a gray area. Nobody really knows what's oh, going no. on. But here's what, here's what I do know, um, just from being, you know, playing sports and all that. A lot of these guys get massages pretty regularly. Like this is a thing for athletes, right? This is what they do. They get worked on and all that. Um, I guess what probably surprises me the most is, the accumulation of all of them now, right? There's quite a few, like that's, I always call that a pattern. So I look at it as, yeah, I mean, if you're, man, if you're the Houston Texans, you don't really kind of know what to do at this point, right? And if you're the commissioner, you got to make a decision at some point, right? What you're going to do there. So to your point, it's kind of in a gray area now, but it just, it's just odd to me. Like the, there was none of this two or three months ago. This is why I find the whole thing interesting. And then all of a sudden it just seems like it exploded, right? And then it just kept coming. Um, coming. 
and more yeah, and, and I don't want to get I don't want to get into that. Um, I, I guess really, what what's this mean for his playing career? What's this mean for the future oh. of his football career? Do you see him? Because at this point, like I said, the Carolina Panthers, I think, were in the running. They were really one of my favorites to land Deshaun Watson. I think that would have been a good homecoming for him. I, I think there's a handful. But, of teams but knowing what we right. know now, do you think teams are out on him? I think teams are, as I call it, keep your powder dry, and they're not going to make any moves until everything vets itself, right? So I think everybody's kind of like, to your point, like the sponsors, everybody's kind of pulled back and said, nah, time out. You know, we're going to wait and yeah. we're going to let this flush itself out. Um, so I think everybody's out personally. I think everybody's out. I think, you know, he's a Houston Texan and I don't know if he'll even, you know, we don't know what is. Yeah, we don't even, we, they brought in Tyrod Taylor at this point in time. Well, yeah, we don't, we don't, don't even know what that's going to look like. Yeah. If he's on the exempt list, we know that's a whole other thing with the commissioner. So you know, I think everybody's going to just vet this out. And I say this as well. <laughs> Three months ago, if you're the Houston Texans, his stock was way up. Like if That's what I said. Do you, I, my, one thing that I had said, and I think we discussed this at length on the show, if you are the Houston Texans, really, if you're the New York Jets and you're trying to get rid of Sam Darnold, you're trying to get rid of Deshaun Watson, be the first one to do it. Be the yeah, first one course. to do it because if yeah. you wait, you lose all of your leverage. You lose all of that stock. All the stock was up on him. They probably could have got three to four first round picks. Oh yeah. And now, now it's nothing. Well, and I mean, look with at Sam Darnold, they lost all their leverage there when, when everybody knew that they were going to take Zach Wilson number two overall. I mean, that's still up in the air, but, uh, yeah. but let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about Sam Darnold to, to the Panthers. What's that? What this first off, give me your thoughts on that that trade because I think that's incredibly interesting and what do you think this means for Teddy Bridgewater uh that's a great question so what I think is is I still think the Panthers did give away a lot I mean they gave up what the three or four picks they gave a lot for someone that's kind of an unsure going forward right I think they gave a third and a fourth and a fifth right I mean there was quite a few picks in there over the next few years yeah but you know what I saw on I think it was on Instagram or somewhere Sam Darnold's family threw him a sign with a new team party. And I thought that was kind of funny. Like, and he looked really excited that he was going to this football team because I think he knows how much of a hot mess the New York Jets are. Yeah. I think it's an open competition, period. I think that's what it, you're going well, to Well, the Panthers have since come out and said, hey, we're going to allow Teddy Bridgewater to, to go out and try to seek a trade. Oh, well, then there it is. And then, mm -hmm. then I think if you, to my point, the Panthers made, you know, they gave away some capital there to get, uh, yeah. They gave up, um, they gave up, what did they give up? A uh, sixth round pick in 2021 and a second and fourth rounder in 2022. So yes. not a ton. I, I mean, really. But a second rounder is still a second rounder. In my opinion. You know, that's a pretty valuable pick. Yeah, you know, in 2022. And I think if, if you're the Panthers and you say, okay, if we can get our quarterback, right? They've already stocked up on the defense. They've got some yep. offensive weapons. They've got Christian McCaffrey, DJ Chark. I'm going to say if they if they can, um, uh, no, they don't have DJ Chark. I don't even know why I said that, but uh if they can go out and get their quarterback, right. what's a second round pick to them next year? Who cares? We got our guy. Right. Who cares? That's true. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So I don't know. What who, What do you think is a good landing spot for, for Teddy? Oh, man. That's a good – man. Because I honestly – Ali, I really like Teddy, and I think he can be a starter. Uh, I really do. Like, I like him as a DJ Moore. I said DJ Chark. DJ Moore. Forgive me. <laughs> um man if they named a if they named a starter in new orleans yet is that going to be open competition or that mm -hmm. what's the situation in new orleans if they kind of came out and said anything so about i think right now it's still between Taysom hill and, and, and james winston they haven't come out and said anything because i think if they can if they were to bring in teddy a homecoming to teddy that would fit perfectly that's, that's the answer yeah, that's, that's the answer yeah. but i don't think they're going to do that i think they've got two you can't bring in a third there that's just yeah they've already paid their guys voidable um, but they've paid them Who's the who's the backup in Tampa Bay? Um, who do they have down there? But here's the thing: is Teddy is Teddy a backup? I think in this league, he's got to go to the right system, right? We know he's a kind of he's a kind of quarterback that gets the ball out quickly. Um, he's not going to be your gunslinger quarterback. He's not that kind of guy. Right. But if he can fit the system, like for example, I think he, I think he'd do well in New England. Um, yeah. Now I'm not saying he's a long-term option, but like he'd do well in New England, Miami, Miami, uh, my okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if he were to go, if he is going to play a backup role, go go somewhere like Seattle, go back up Russ, 
Oh, that's that actually that actually would that would be nice, right? Yeah. Kind or, of that system. Or you know, Arizona could be another landing spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. kind of that that offensive scheme. I'm not yeah. sure Tampa would would be good for but, him. but Arizona or Seattle makes a heck of a lot of sense, I think, uh-huh. those two teams. And they could use a reliable backup and somebody that can go in and be very complimentary and be a starter if need be. And I think in that situation, Teddy would be very comfortable coming mm-hmm. in and being a starter. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of people here in the comments saying uh, Bridgewater to Denver. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't see that. I, I just don't see that one. I, I think they're know. all on lock. I don't know. It, it could be interesting. Uh, or Chicago. How about that? I don't know. Well, here, let's, let's be honest. Like, if I'm if I'm the if I'm the Chicago Bears and I know they put out a bunch for Andy Dalton and did all this stuff on social media, but no, Teddy sorry. Bridgewater to Chicago, I'm sorry, that's an upgrade. I just feel like that. Yeah, would be I think so. I yeah. like Teddy. I yeah. I like Teddy a lot. I, I think, think he's smart. Great. He's a smart quarterback yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. I think he's efficient. Is he does he have the biggest arm in the league? No, you don't need that. If you put him in a in the right system, I think it works. Yeah. So that's why I think, yeah, that's why I think New Orleans would be a good fit, but you just don't. Yeah. I do too, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think it's, it's going to be fun. You know, this is kind of my favorite time of year where we can unpack. It's the silly season. We can talk about, well, where's Teddy Bridgewater going? Who cares? You know what? Us Browns fans, we don't have to worry about it because we've got our guy. We've got the structure in place. We're just worried about who we picked number 26 overall. Well, Allie, so I remember when I first called into your guys' show, too well it's been a while now yeah we've been on the show we've been on this show we've been doing this over a year now yeah i've had this show uh i'm going on my third year yeah but do you remember in and i said the new england coach is our new head coach remember that (laughs) do you do you oh yeah oh yeah i remember that (laughs) and i was like oh my god no so dustin hang on let's let's go there dustin calls it you brought it up man (laughs) He calls in. I'm doing this show solo. I'm, I'm on by myself. And he had called in. I was taking calls. And he says, this was during the coaching search. Allie, I've got intel. I've got, I've got sources. Intel. I've got intel. And I'm like, well, do tell. And he's like, <laughs> says, the offensive coordinator for, the, coordinator for the New England Patriots is going to be the Browns' next head coach, Josh hey, McDaniel. He's going to the next head coach. I'm like, okay, well, why do you say that? And he's like, I've got sources. I've got sources. I said, all right, okay. Next day we hired Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> well, and to my, to my credit, Allie, I will tell you this. I do have somebody that knows somebody that works in the building. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm not, I'm not making funny. I'm no, no, just making no, no, funny no. a little bit. But here's, here's what I do truly think happened. And I, and I really mean this one. I mean, they kept him there for hours, Allie. They kept yeah. him there for hours, brought his wife in the whole nine yards. I truly believe when he left, Robert Kraft said, look, we want you back. What do we need to pay you? And you are the heir apparent to Bill Belichick. I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're, you just don't not take a coaching, head coaching opportunity if it's handed to you. Well, here's the thing, though. Are you, are you insinuating that – we're not going to get into this because we're, this is – we like our guy. We love our guy. Oh, but I are love, you saying? I yeah. I love Kevin Stefanski. But are you saying it was Josh McDaniel's choice to leave rather than Paul D. Podesta and Haslam saying we like Kevin Stefanski? I think it was a split room. I think okay. the Paul D. Podesta folks of the world liked Kevin Stefanski and liked him the year before. I think okay. ownership really liked Daniels, and so you had a split room. And I think they kind of left it up to him, and he went back to New England had some conversations and the rest is history. Now we also now have coach of the year and, yeah. and Baker Mayfield has been nothing but. Yeah, amazing. We don't, we don't even need to go there. So we're not even going to spend any more time on it, but you know, don't always trust your short, your sources folks. Um, all right, Dustin, real quick, before we start taking calls, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines here. Uh, give us about 10 minutes. We'll open up the phone lines at eight 30. Um, you can call us at 216-249-6861. So Dustin, we've got 10 minutes. Let's unpack our next um, our next 10 in our mock draft. Last week, we went 1 through 10, and now let's go 11 through 20. Okay. Um, but before we do that, of course, guys, we want to encourage you. I don't know if you like if you like uh, a nice homegrown re- recipe in Stadium Mustard. I don't know if you like that at all. Um, but folks, if you haven't already, it's legendary. It is iconic. 
It is everything you need. Stadium mustard. It is the best. It's the original recipe. Go check them out. Stadium mustard. Guys, I'm not even a big mustard person, but, I, but, but this past weekend I was, I was cooking. I'm like, you know what? We're going to try it. We're going to try it on a burger. How'd you put it on a burger? Guys, if you haven't, if you haven't, go get some stadium mustard. Iconic. If you don't have it, you're missing out. You're Here's missing a question, Allie. When you got the mustard, did you put Cleveland ketchup on it, though, is what I'm asking. I did it, but I did dip my fries in my Cleveland ketchup. And, folks, let me tell you this. I'm not even being dramatic. I love ketchup. I love ketchup. It's my favorite condiment. Cleveland ketchup is hands down, no questions asked, the best ketchup I've ever had. And I'm not even being dramatic. Now, by, the guy, by the way, guys, I have not tried it yet. So I, I cannot make, but Allie so was, I made, I was, I was on FaceTime with my mom. We'll get into, we'll get into this here in a second. I was on FaceTime with my mom. I said, I'm going to try it. Cause they sent a, a variety pack. We got classic. It was like bacon and bourbon and ghost pepper. I'm like, I'm going to try this first off ghost pepper. Watch out. It will get you. It will get you. It'll sneak <laughs> up on you. It's hot. So I, I'm like, all right, let's, let's cool it down with the classic. It was so good. My mom went online and ordered herself a case. It's that good, guys. Like a three, she seriously. Got a yeah, she seriously. Got oh yeah, no, no, she got a case. I, I'm not even being dramatic. It is so good. Stadium mustard, Cleveland ketchup, the best pairing in the world. I'm telling you guys, go check them out. Ghost pepper will get you. Um, okay. All right, and it's Cleveland ketchup. It's in the name, Cleveland. You like it. Well, Allie, um, real quick, real quick on the Cleveland ketchup. So you'll appreciate this as a fan, Allie. So I asked you know, the owner, you know, Hey, what made you start Cleveland ketchup a few years ago? You know, it's only been around since 2018. He goes, I was tired of every restaurant in town having Heinz ketchup everywhere. And we know this as just consumers, Heinz ketchup is everywhere because Heinz ketchup's all over the world. And he goes, that made me want to expand and make Cleveland ketchup. So I thought that was a great story. Like I was tired of seeing Heinz ketchup everywhere. And I'll tell you guys, I'm not even being dramatic. It was good. It was very, very good. Go check them out. Uh, uh, Cleveland ketchup and stadium mustard. All right, Dustin, let's get into it here. Let's start at number 11. Again, this is our mock draft. We'll at the okay. very end, we'll put it all together. Um, starting at number 11, no trades, no trades. We're going to go kind of speed around here. Who do okay. you have the New York Giants taking? So I have, you know, this is all over the place because I need some help at the wide receiver spot. I think they need some help in the defense, but I'm going to go with, I think he slides to this spot. I'm going to go with Patrick Sertain out of Alabama to the New York Giants at number 11. Yeah, I I agree. I think that they have a lot of needs. They go out, they get Kenny, uh, Kenny Galladay. They, they've got some weapons. Saquon Barkley's coming back. There's going to be some weapons offensively for Daniel Jones, for him to step up and be the guy or prove that he can be the guy. I went defense here as well. And I've, I'm going JC Horn, the corner out of South Carolina. Um, I think he is tough. He's incredibly physical. Um, he's over aggressive, maybe to a fault, um, but he's incredibly athletic. Uh, he ran a, what did he run at his pro day? Um, four, four or 440 at his pro day. Um, really, really like his athletic ability. So I went uh, J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina. Nice. All right, next up, the Eagles. Boy, the Eagles. Well, they're kind of, that's another one. So I'm going to go, they never do this. They never do this well. They never has as a franchise, and maybe they finally get it right. But I'm going to go with the wide receiver out of Alabama, sticking with the the roll tide, uh, Devontae Smith, the wide receiver out of Alabama. I think they need some skilled positions there. Um, So I'm going to go with that. And he's, I think he can be a day one starter. And so I'm going to go with Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith's my favorite wide receiver in this class. Uh, Incredibly athletic, a little little small, but he is just dynamic as hell. We've Um, learned in the the NFL, you don't need to be the tallest. No, you don't. You just have to have the the speed, right? right? So I also went in the same direction. Um, I actually have them going another Alabama receiver, Jalen Waddle. Oh, um, yeah. so I, I've already got Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith off the board. I think the okay. Eagles need dynamic playmakers um, around Jalen Hurts. So you put Alabama back with Alabama. I'm going Jalen Waddle here, who had a lot of injuries over the course of the, the past year with that ankle, did not run at his pro day, obviously, but I still think that he was one of, uh, if not the best wide receiver um, last year or yeah. the year prior. So, all right, next up, Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Well, when you have a – you're going to take the lessons of what 
the Bengals did not do, and you're going to protect your franchise quarterback. So depending on who's on the board here, I got a couple different ones here, but I really like um, Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern. You, you took him on our last show, didn't you? Did I? Yeah, you, you had him as oh, the first tackle well, off I the took, board. Sorry, if I took him in the last one, then yeah. I will go with the offensive lineman, Christian Darasaw, is that how you say it, out of Virginia Tech? Okay, all right. Um, cool. So you still have Panay Sewell on the board? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, you do your thing. You do your thing. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I, I, I'm, we, we didn't show our, our notes to each other prior to this, um, but I, I agree. They have to pr- protect their young quarterback in Justin Herbert. I like what they have defensively for the most part. Uh, they went defense last year, fairly heavy in the drafts. Joey Bosa. Um, I, I like what they have defensively. Um, I actually am going to go Rashawn Slater. I took Panay Sewell to the Bengals in our last, uh, okay. last mock. So I'm okay. actually going to go Rashawn Slater. And it's really a toss up on who the best tackle is. Um, Rashawn Slater, he's coming from Northwestern. He's athletic. He's smart. And I kind of think that he fits the overall identity of what they're trying to build out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, to protect your quarterback. Okay, next up, the Minnesota Vikings. So, no trades, but this is where I see the Browns moving up in a real draft. But if the draft stands pat and the Minnesota Vikings are still on the board, I see them taking linebacker Zavin Collins out of Tulsa. Mm. Yeah. Man, we're really on the same page here. <laughs> By the way, we don't show each other. I no, <laughs> now I, I do think that they need help on the on the defensive line. So um Zayvon Collins, it's still kind of a toss-up what he's gonna be. And I think it all comes down to the defensive schematic fit. Right. Um he's kind of that three, four outside linebacker, but I actually want Quiddy Pay, the defensive end there oh. out of Michigan. That's a quality um, pick. Um, like yeah, that. I think that's that's great value for them in Minnesota to help out on that defensive line. He can just flat out get to the quarterback, create pressure. He's good in the run game. So I got Quiddy Pay to Minnesota. Okay. All right. Next up, we have the New England Patriots. Um, well, we know Bill Belichick loves his defense. He likes, to, you know, that's, you know, who Bill Belichick is. Um, I think he goes cornerback going Northwestern here, and he takes Greg Newsom the second out Ooh. of Northwestern. Okay. And here's, and here's why I think that. I think he has all the tools to thrive at the next level, and I think that he could really become an impact rookie in the National Football League. And with the folks that they have over there, I just – they, they they know how to produce defensive players in New England. They yeah, just, they do. So, I, no, I think it's a good pick. Honestly, I don't like what I did for the for the Patriots. I don't like this pick, but I'm also not selecting the player. I'm just kind of going based off of what I think their needs are and really a good fit. Um, I right. think at this point in time, Cam is not the long term solution at quarterback, sure. and I don't think Jarrett Stidham is either. Um, so they they pick up a guy here in my mock draft going with Mac Jones, uh, the quarterback out of Alabama. So I. I Again, I don't love the pick. I don't. I, I no, not a bad pick. No, and I think he falls to to them, and I I think he would fit. And and you can sit behind a Cam Newton. Um, he's got the athletic ability. He's he's tough. I mean, he's got what you need. I think just when you when you picture it, I can just picture Mac Jones in a in a Patriots jersey. So nice. I'm going there. Um, all right, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. So I kind of went back and forth on this one, but after looking at everything. Um, I think they need some help on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And this is where we start seeing corners come off the board, in my opinion, um, because there are some really good corners. And I see J.C. Horn, mm-hmm. the corner out of South Carolina, coming off the board here and going to Arizona. Yeah. And I think for your mock draft, that's the majority of the, the solid corners. You've already got Greg Newsom, Patrick Sertain. J.C. Horn, Caleb Farley, they're all off for you. I also agree they need defensive help. I've got them going Caleb Farley. Um, Here's the thing with Farley. He's he's had some injury concern with his back. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's incredibly fast. I think unofficially he ran a 4-2-40. He's got what you need. He's got all the intangibles. He's got all the tangibles. It's just a question mark in terms of health. So at this point in the draft, you're kind of the middle range of the draft. You can afford to take somebody like that, and they've already got an Isaiah Simmons out there. They've got some, some good defensive help. Yeah. yeah, Caleb Farley, good pick. Okay, the Las Vegas Raiders. We're on to the Raiders. So this is interesting. The Raiders are always, they're weird with their picks. Yeah. Um, I look at this one. Um, I know kind of John Gruden's the GM there. He's kind of riding the bus, but you have Mike Mayock that they brought in and yeah. kind of made this more of a bigger expanded role. Um, he's an old DB. 
I could see them taking Trevon Morig, the safety out of TCU. Yeah, that would be a nice fit with Jonathan Abrams out there. That'd be interesting. Yep. And then, I mean, because we, we talk about this all the time, right? Lock down the back end, right? Yeah. This could really help their defense because I think that's where their kind of weak link was this year. Uh, they could put points on the board, but I mean, they need, you know, they need some help there. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what you got? Same. All right. Rapid fire here. We're, we're a little, a little bit behind, but we've got them going defense. I, when I, whenever I think of the Raiders, I just think they always need a stud linebacker. So I actually have them going uh, JOK, Jeremiah Usakoromoa here. I don't like this because I want him to fall to the Browns, but I don't think John Gruden <laughs> and Mayock pass this up. He's a stud. He would really just fit that, that defensive scheme. All right. The Miami Dolphins. Got to protect your quarterback. Um, I went back and forth. I was between uh, Sam Kosme of Texas or um, also uh, Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma. I was going back and forth. But I'm going to go with uh, probably Tevin Jenkins, the offensive lineman out of Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, interesting. I have them going Jalen Phillips. Um, I think you Miami guy goes to Miami. It's a good fit. And out of the two Miami edges, Jalen Phillips, and uh, Greg Rousseau, Jalen Phillips is a stud. He's probably top tier in my eyes. Um, he'd, he'd really do well there in the Brian Flores scheme there. All right, Washington football team, who you got? So this, I'm gonna, this one I'm going to throw you off, Allie. This person has fallen a little ways. Yeah. Now, with the 19th pick, the Washington football team takes Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Yeah, I could see that. I could I see that, absolutely. I, I think that's still uh, that quarterback position is a lot in flux still there. There's a lot to be but you're putting in Fitzmagic as a bridge, right? I don't think okay. Fitzmagic is your Correct. long-term solution. It's a bridge. Yeah. So Mac Jones falls and they pull the trigger and they take a quarterback at 19. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, that's, that's a good pick. I've got majority of my quarterbacks there off the board. Um, so I, I didn't go that I, I went um, actually offensive line um, in Elia Vera Tucker. Okay. Uh, think he's another another solid one and you see this towards the middle to the late late part of the first round is when you see some of those guys that maybe aren't top tier tackles Mm -hmm. start to go off the board so I've got them going Tucker here um, with that pick all right last but not least the Chicago Bears who you got so I'm not sure did he come off our board but I had Rashad Bateman the wide receiver out of Minnesota is he still on the is he still on our board he's still on your board yep okay so I think Andy Dalton whoever the quarterback there needs some weapons so I went with Rashad Bateman the wide receiver um, he can create that separation, um, yeah. and, and get, you know, some speed. He's got the speed. So that's, that's my pick. And with my pick for the Chicago bears, I go Rashad Bateman. Um, I think he <laughs> can right. flat this out, he crazy. can flat out fly. This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. No, he can flat out fly. Um, really, really good, uh, wide receiver. He is kind of to that back end of those top talents, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith. He's my next best. Um, and honestly, I think he could probably be a day one impact player, um, oh, maybe more so than some of those other guys that we mentioned. So that's interesting. Interesting. We'll that's see. funny, Allie. We, by the way, none of it, I shared zero notes with Allie. And I think it's interesting that we had a couple of those. We were all on, this, on the same page in a couple of those. Yeah. All right, guys, give us a call. 216-249-6861. We want to we wanna pick your brain on the NFL draft. So if you can give us a call, talk to us live on the air. I'd love to connect with you. We're going to put you in the driver's seat. You're Andrew Barry. You call in your pick at number 26 overall. Who you got? So come prepared. That's the question we're going to ask you. Or are you, are you moving down? Or are you moving up? Yeah. What, what are you doing, GM? What are you doing? So give us a call 216-249-6861. I'm going to drop that here in the comments as well. Um, oh, by the way, more importantly, yeah. we are giving away prizes tonight with that. So, oh, didn't even, yep. Yeah. So Before. stadium mustard is on the line. Uh, we will take caller. What, what do you want? Caller number three. We'll get the mustard. Let's see. Let's see. How about we will take a maximum of three to four callers tonight. Okay. And if you call in, you'll win. How about that? Easy as that. Mustard. You call, you win. Mustard in the mail. Yeah. All you got to do is call in and say who you're picking number 26 overall. That's all you got to do. And you get some mustard, maybe a couple other things. You know, sometimes we are nice. We like to send you out some stuff. So call <laughs> 216-249-6861. Let me drop that here in the comments. I mean, who doesn't want free mustard? I mean, come on. Seriously, come on, come on. Um, Dustin, you see any of the uh, the March Madness tournament? Yeah, Allie, I sat in a room with a bunch of Gonzaga fans Monday night. Sure, that was fun. Oh my, Allie, I got there a few minutes late, and I'm like, okay, so you play basketball, Allie? And we all sat in the room and goes, seriously, 
are, are the Gonzaga, are they going to rebound? Like they were getting out rebound, like phenomenal. It was bad. It was bad. They, they forgot to play defense and they forgot to score. Well, but they were never around the ball every time that ball. And they, you know, and, and Baylor just shot the lights out. I mean, Baylor was, yeah, they did. it was a three and they just seemed very physical to me, Allie. They seemed like they were playing much more physical basketball um, than they were. All right. We got a call. Let's take it. Thank you for calling the Here We Go Brownies podcast. Who do we have on the line? This is Larry, Allie. How are you? Hey, Larry. How's it going, sir? Good. How are you? Good, good. Dustin, we've got a a good friend of the program, Larry German, on the line. Larry, your winner, winner, chicken dinner. You've got some stadium mustard coming your way. I want to hear from you. It's the best. (laughs) If you're Andrew Barry, what are you doing, 26 overall? What do you think's happening in the draft? Well, me personally, I'm staying at 26. I'm not moving up. Uh-huh. I'm not a I'm not a move up guy. We've got nine picks. Yeah, I agree. It's a draft we can really add a lot of depth. Okay. At 26, I would love to have Zayvon Collins. Yes. If he's gone, maybe another edge pass rusher. Or possibly a corner, one of those three positions. So I guess that's that's my next question. What what do you value most? You know, let's just say you've got some some elite corners and an elite pass rusher there on the board at twenty six. Which which direction do you pull the trigger there? Well, it's who you, maybe who you have rated higher, but I always like pass rush first. That makes my DBs much better. Yeah. So I would go. They say Zayvon Collins could be a pass rush outside linebacker defensive end slash that but uh, i would go past some kind of pass rusher linebacker type but if a great corner's there i take him too you can't have enough great corners but my first and second round pick i go there and i we've got two-thirds and two-fourths and that's really where you can establish depth in your offensive and defensive lines yeah good point yeah right in that area and, and I think, you know, I think we're covered on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a, if a really good wideout falls there, but there it is. our offense is yep. set. And, and uh, I'm a defensive guy anyway, so I'm going heavy defense. I, I totally agree. Larry, thanks for calling. You're the best around. I will connect with you, and we will get you some mustard out to you. Where's Larry from? Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to try and uh, – See you guys the night before the draft. Awesome. We're looking forward to it. I can't commit yet. I can't commit yet, but I'm gonna we're gonna try. Hey, well oh. bring, make sure you bring Jody. We'll 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 be there. I can't wait. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, Larry. All right, we got another one. Let's take it. Thank you for calling the Here We Go Brownies podcast. Who do we have on the line? It's Norman. Norman, how are we doing, sir? Norman, it's been a hot second. How you been, sir? I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in your world? What What do you think about what's going on with with the draft? Where Where's your head at? Well, uh, first of all, hello out there to all the Here We Go Browning fans. Love you guys. Um, as far as the draft goes, um, this is probably the most unique situation that we as uh, – fans let alone the organization have had to go through Mm -hmm. because normally as fans and you said it correctly earlier the draft has become a super bowl Mm -hmm. for browns fans (laughs) as sad as that really does sound i mean it was like it's it's like you couldn't wait for the season to be over so we're already wishing for the draft and thinking that you know abracadabra (laughs) <laughs> we know that all too well all right or it's like groundhog's day over and over again I yeah. Like to say. yeah perfect perfect way to put it right so uh we we have broken the curse like bill murray did in, in, in groundhog day uh so now we're in the world unknown territory the world of uh competitive teams who yeah. are below uh i'd say 20 you know mm-hmm. Uh, in, in picking in the draft. So wondering about who we're going to get, I think generally a lot of us are like going, I don't know, 
I trust them to get a good player. So, you know, whoever it is, mm -hmm. but just for the fun of it, when you start saying, okay, who are we going to get? Um, like I was saying to somebody else online, it's going to really depend on if they are in love mm -hmm. with one particular player. Yeah. Right. Because even though I know, or at least I'm sure of this, that it's not really Barry's thing to like trade up in the first round. Right. Although second or third round is very likely. Yep, that's Keep true. That that's mind. a good point. Really good point there. Keep that in mind. Uh, but if there's somebody that we really want to get, you know, like maybe a uh, uh, pay from that school yep. up north. <laughs> <laughs> or or, uh, or uh, the linebacker, the uh, the linebacker from uh, North Notre Dame, the yep. one that uh, people seem to be played in like a lot of positions. Because now when I look at this kid, frame-wise, it looks like a really big safety. Yeah, that's that, yeah. He's he's kind of your hybrid linebacker slash safety. You know, he's got the speed element and he's got the physicality as well. Exactly. So besides thinking about who would be the best option at either defensive end or defensive mm -hmm. tackle, that part is always kind of circling around in my head because you know I think about I think about that kid and I think about the one that was kind of slated to us. Mm -hmm as being possibly the one that's there, um, linebacker, uh, Zavin Collins. Yep, Zavin Collins, um, yeah. Uh, I know that they want versatility from the entire defense. Yep. They want people who look like they play a certain way <laughs> but actually play a few ways. Yep. And yep. in being able to do that, you can they can line them up in every strange different places and you know why they make, and all this thing is doing is just making the offense think what are Cleveland's defense doing on each given play right which of course makes the the, the time on the clock that they have before they snap <laughs> the ball that's running if they have to think about that or all of a sudden they have to use a timeout because they just called a play and we just ship it into an alignment and now they're thinking I think they're going to eat us up on this we got to reset the play so all those kind of things game management wise help Cleveland. Yep. So having a defense that can do that and also where you don't have to sub out a lot. That's mm -hmm. another thing. That's a really good point. Subbing out somebody tired, uh -huh. That's easy enough when somebody like raised their hand and you already got somebody to go in for them and you do that quick switch when you can do your subbing as opposed yeah. to, you know, the kind of things I've seen like we were killing Pittsburgh with. Yep, uh, that's exactly it. Yeah. You know, you know, I think it all comes down to that versatility, as you mentioned, and somebody that can fit the scheme. Norman, thank you so much for giving us a call. We always appreciate you. Go Browns. Go Browns. He's the best around. He's the best around. Uh, so if you did try. Always good takes. Always good takes. Always, always the best. So if you did try to give us a call, give us a call back. If I, if I missed it, just give us a call back. 216-249-6861. Um, oh, also real quick, real quick, just a quick shout out Larry that just called in. My mom just texted me. So Larry is actually from my hometown. Um, good family friend. Oh, okay. and, um, my mom just texted me that is, uh, his son, Luke, who is a football player is going to Capitol university, uh, my alma mater to play football. So shout out, uh, to the nice. German family. That is fantastic. Love to hear that. So, uh, go Capitol. So excited to hear that. Um, but yeah, give us a call 216-249-6861. We can take one or two more callers. So if you did try to give us a call, I appreciate that. Give us a call back. Um, but you know, I think I think Norman brings up a really good point in just the, the overall versatility and what they can bring to the table. Um, we talk about a, a JOK, Jeremiah Wusa Koromoa. He's your hybrid, right? And that's so you need that in today's league. You need that in today's well, that's, league. That's the Joe Woods defense. These guys that can be versatile. And, you know, you know, disguise and scheme on the defense. I mean, he just brought up a really good point. That's when our defense was the best against Pittsburgh is when they didn't know what the heck we were throwing at, them, right? They, they, they were confused and that was a big deal. And that actually bodes well um, for when you're playing teams and you have to, you know, make them think more. So I like that. I like what he, his take on that. Get a versatile player that can play multiple yeah. positions. Yeah. So guys, give us a call 216-249-6861. We will take one or two more callers. But, you know, just going back to that, I think having versatility on all phases, offense, defense, especially in that that off-ball linebacker position, I think is something that's going to be 
so incredibly beneficial as they go into the season. You're playing guys like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, even who can get out and, and, and make you miss. Yeah. Um, you need somebody there and keeping in mind that you've got uh, Ronnie Harrison. Um, you got a John Johnson. You're getting Grant Delpit back. That secondary, that, that back seven is going to be so important to compete, oh, yeah. uh, especially in the AFC North. Well, and I, I tell you, I'm super, super excited about Johnson uh, being the player that he is, um, the way that he was kind of the quarterback on defense. I thought that was such a – that's probably the biggest pick that I could have ever uh, – I mean, that is going to be so – I look at that pick, Allie, uh, in free agency, and where it's – you know, because it's a game of inches. Mm-hmm. I think that changes the whole AFC North dynamic who wins the division. Is yeah. when you get a play yeah. like that. I mean, that, 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 that's a game changer on the defense, right? Because we looked at that as kind of where we needed help. And then you go get a guy that's in his prime. Those guys are never in free agency, Allie. They're no. never sitting in that spot. And the fact that uh, Andrew Barry was able to say, like, look, there's our guy, and we're going to go get him. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to get him for a little less and not break the bank. That was that, – that all the way around was a good – hey, You know what? Pick. Norman brought up a really good point, too, in just what Andrew Barry does, right? We know that his his – perspective of value and how how much he values value right I know that sounds kind of silly but I would be shocked to see them trade up in the first round but we know that he has a history of trading up in later rounds specifically in the second round um we've seen it last year with with Grant you know and and we've just seen that in the past so do I think that they're going to bring on nine guys to the roster no I do think that they are going to trade some of those picks um, for future assets. I think that is more valuable to them at this time as the roster is currently constructed. And, and you know what I think, Allie? I think Andrew Barry, because he's sneaky, he's good. And oh, Andrew, yeah, he is. You ready, for this? you ready for this? I think Andrew Barry maybe does the opposite of what all of us think he's going to do. What has Andrew Barry had to do the last couple of years? Kind of build depth, go on the offense, on the defense side of the ball. He kind of has, I call it like a, like the golden ticket. If he wants to be aggressive and go up into the middle of the first round and go get that guy that he knows is his guy, he can do it now. Like he has that flexibility and not even think twice about like, oh my gosh, our guy just fell to 14. We didn't think he's going to make the past 10. Like that guy is a first day starter. He's going to go right here. Like go get him, right? And I just, Andrew Barry may pull one of those and, and surprise some teams. You know, and I think, <laughs> I think us Browns fans, what we need to root for like we did last year, root for quarterbacks to go early. Oh, absolutely. Root for teams like Denver to trade up to get a quarterback. Root for people like that to go get a quarterback. Root for offensive tackles to go. And root for those wide receivers to go. Even though I'd love to see the Browns maybe pick up like a Rashad Bateman or somebody like that, or hell, if a Jalen Waddle or somebody were, were to ever fall. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to see that. But ultimately, is that going to happen? doubtful so Browns fans we need to root for quarterbacks to go we need to see a run on tackles we need to see a run on wide receivers that way it pushes all that top tier defensive talent down to us you can maybe see a Micah Parsons start to fall or at that point in time you'll see a Patrick Sertain or a JC Horn or a Greg or a or a a Newsom there on the board you will see those guys start to become very very real for the possibility of the Browns picking somebody like that or a JOK at 26 overall if they were to stay put well, and I, aren't we in a position where we could see five or six quarterbacks go in the top 10, in your opinion, Alan? I mean, I mean, there's that possibility. I mean, yeah, no, I think so. Now, I don't think, and I don't want to spend too much time on quarterback talk because we're, we're not picking, but th- this quarterback class kind of reminds me of the class with Baker outside yeah. of Trevor Lawrence, taking yeah. Trevor Lawrence out of that equation. You sure. have so many that, yeah, they're anticipated to probably be pretty good depending on where they land. Yeah. So, and that happened with Josh Allen. I think if Josh Allen in 2018, what would have, let's say he came to the Browns. I'm not sure that works out. Sam Darnold, we see he goes to the Jets. That doesn't work out. Um, Josh Rosen, that didn't work out. Baker Mayfield landed in the perfect spot and it worked. So I think some of these guys, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, yeah. um, Trey Lance, it depends on where they fall. But I do agree. I think that their skill set would be reflective of the 2018 draft. And I think we are going to see a run there in the top 10. You know what I also think, Allie? I, I, you know, we, you never know what you can get on draft day. Sometimes it's just some crazy things. I, I sat back and I said this, and, I, and maybe we, I don't know. Real quick, real quick, yeah. real quick. Let's take a call. Go for it. Thank you for calling the Here We Go Bryce podcast. Who do we have on the line? Hello, this is Jason Toth. 
Hey, Jason, what's happening, man? Friend of the program. How you doing? Awesome. Hey, How thanks for thanks for giving us a call, Jason. How how you doing out there? Oh, we're doing great right now. 75 degrees, beautiful weather. Sweet. We don't get this much in April. Jason, are you in are you in Cleveland? Are you in Ohio? Yeah, I'm right down the street from Owen Cleve. Well, look oh, at that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look at that. Awesome. Jeez, what I'm you... excited. You guys are coming out finally. You're gonna come into the land. Yeah, we're we're making it happen. We're looking. We're so looking forward to it. We're excited to eat at some of the local awesome. restaurants and just just be among everybody. Just be among the crowd. Be among the community and finally get back in Cleveland. We're excited. Can't that's wait. Awesome. I'm gonna get my hat this weekend. Hopefully. Oh, you got to get it. You got to get it only in Cleve. I'm telling you, Jason. So Jason, tell me, right. tell me real quick. What are you thinking is going on with the Browns draft? What do you think Andrew Barry does? Well, I just want linebacker cornerback. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm so glad we don't have to worry about quarterbacks and <laughs> offense and anything like you were saying before. I'm just so glad we're out of that yep. rut or whatever. I really like David Collins. I think he'll be there. J.C. Horn, another one. Um, I don't know if he'll be there. Um, you know, I, I just somebody. Uh, who's the other guy I had? What about uh, that Moses guy from Alabama? Oh, that'd be interesting. I, yeah. That would be interesting. I, here's the I, thing, though. I, I'm not sure that would be a good fit in the first round. I think that they could get value maybe right. in the second round there. It might be jumping, right? Yeah. Right. Right. I like. I mean. Uh, I like guys coming out of Alabama. That's just my thing. <laughs> They're usually <laughs> good pros. Ohio State guys, of course. Um, you know, but uh, I just want them to get a quarterback or linebacker. I don't think they're moving out of any, you know, they're not going to move mm-hmm. up or down. or I don't think they are in the first round. But, uh, you know, I, I just give me a linebacker or a cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy. Well, I think, I think us Browns fans, we will be happy as long as they address the defense, right? I think we can yeah. all kind of agree yeah. that there, there is a need at corner. There is a need at linebacker and there's a need on that defensive line. It just comes down right. to value and what kind of talent is going to be there at 26. Right. Who's the best player out of, out of those three positions. Yep. Take it, <laughs> take it and deal with it. And we'll, we'll go from there. But, but Jason, thanks for calling. We are excited. Hopefully we get to see you here in a couple of weeks. We're just so excited to have you. You're, cool. you're one of the best around. Right. No problem. Thank you guys. Hey, you guys take care. Awesome. I love the show. I'll see you. He's the best. Thanks Jason. Yeah. I think he had mentioned that he's going to stop by. He literally one says the, he drives. One of the original friends of the program. He's been around for a while. Well, he said he drives by only in Cleve every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, we're, we're looking forward to it. And I know there's just, there's just uh, a lot going on right now in terms of the draft us Browns fans. This is kind of unprecedented territory for us. We don't even know what's happening. We can say best player available, but that means something differently to every organization. It's best player on your board. Yeah. So it was interesting. Ali. So I don't know if we addressed this on a, a previous show, but what if the draft just got turned upside down? And let me let me throw a scenario. It could happen. Here. Happens every year. It happens every year. Let's hear it. You're you're Urban Meyer. You're the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'd love to be, yeah. Yeah. Who who's the one quarterback that you know the most about, been in his living room, been in it, you know, and can bring him in and and build an offense around him because you know who he is? Who's that? It's obviously Justin Fields, yeah. Right. And I'm saying that would throw the whole yeah. monkey wrench into the draft. It, no, it would. It would. But here's the thing. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer never coached Justin Fields. So that's, that's the difference. Recruited, probably recruited him, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, well, he didn't didn't really have a hand in recruiting since it was a transfer. But yes, I'm sure he was yeah. somewhere involved in that communication yeah. trail. I'm sure. I mean, we know he, he sat next to him at the Ohio State basketball game. It was a whole thing because Tate Martell was still on the on the roster. It was just a whole thing. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing, Dustin. It could happen. It can happen. It very well could happen. There's there's all this smoke right now, and Justin Fields' draft stock is drastically going down. And I I, I just think it's insane to me. Now I'm not discounting the talent of of Trevor Lawrence at all. Don't get me wrong. Or a, a Zach Wilson. Honestly, I think they may have better natural throwing progression. If you ask me. But it could happen. Anything can happen. No. And to your point about a stock stock going down, um, this is just the truth. Alabama and Ohio State don't produce NFL starting quarterbacks. They just don't. Yeah. And and and, and they haven't for a long. And when I say that, I mean a long time, right? There's not a there's not an example where you can go. 
yeah, that quarterback from this year or that year. I mean, even Trevor Pryor, you know, he ended up being, you know, um, a wide receiver. Yeah. Pryor, yeah. Here's the thing, yeah. Here's yeah. The thing though. I, I don't put too much stock in that because every individual player is different. You know, I, I wouldn't want somebody to come on here and say, um, you know, well, Allie doesn't have a, a good track record of predicting the draft. And, and, you know, that's, I wouldn't want somebody to say that because it's individual. It's, it's, yeah. you can't group that all together. Um, but here's the thing with Justin Fields. It wasn't a, it, it was a transfer. It was into a, a new system. It was the Ryan Day system, not the Urban Meyer spread offense. Um, so it is different. And I think with the weapons and everything, he did have time to develop. I don't know. I think, I think Justin Fields is different. Do I think he's going to be the next Tom Brady? No, I don't. Um, but no. I think if but, we look back a couple of years when we saw Deshaun Watson start falling, I think it's the same thing. I think he's kind of that same type of dynamic athlete who's going to be effective in any role that he plays in the NFL. I just think right now there's so much smoke around some of these other quarterbacks, like the rise of Mac Jones. I think it's ludicrous. I do. I think that's absolutely asinine. If you, if you are telling me that Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Justin Fields, I'm not buying that. Well, just stat wise, it doesn't make sense, but but then you have things like, I mean, where did Patrick Mahomes go? Yeah. I mean, talk about somebody that, you know, saw, I mean, he went, what, bottom of the first round, right? Uh, he, he was number 10 overall. Uh, Kansas City traded up to get him. That was the same, yeah. the same draft. Because yeah. we were sitting so, at number 12 and we traded yeah. back, right? We, we could have we easily taken Pat Mahomes. We could have easily taken Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, we're not going there. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But you're right. Anything can happen in the draft. Anything can happen and it will happen come draft day. You, you know, there's going to be something just absolutely bananas that takes place. So do you see uh, fields more as a project? I mean, probably not a starter this year. In the NFL. No, no, I don't. I don't actually, I think he can be a day one starter in the okay. correct system. Right. Okay. So if he were to go, honestly, if he goes to the New York jets, it's a fail. It's an absolute and utter fail the way it's currently constructed. Now, I'm not saying that Robert Sala can't get it together because I think he's a good coach, aside from Adam Gase with that whole debacle, but it comes down to where he fits. So if I think San Francisco would be an ideal fit, he can sit for a year behind Jimmy Garoppolo or he can go in and take a starting role. But I think he's got the weapons there to do what okay. he needs to do. So it, it depends on his fit, right? I think he can be an effective starter. I'm not saying he's Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying that at all. Sure. But sure. I do think, I think he's got starting potential. What about the guy out of North, North Dakota State? What Trey Lance, I think, is more of a project, yes. Okay, because I and think, then, yeah, I think he's got, he can be a starter some at some point, but he needs to correct. get a goal. yeah. You know what he reminds me of is a little bit of, not really so much playing style, but just story-wise, is um, Jordan Love, you know, last year Green Bay, trades up yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Jordan Love, who's going to sit for three years, kind of like the Aaron Rodgers did well, uh, many moons ago. See, you know I can see picking him? Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, I could too if you were to fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see the Pittsburgh Steelers going, you know what? Big Ben's not going to be here forever. You know, mm -hmm. and let's let's get our guy that's going to be the heir apparent. Mm -hmm. No, I I wouldn't be shocked to see that. I yeah. think Trey Lance has potential. Does he go right now and make a starting impact? No, I'd be hesitant. I think he's a very raw prospect, but he's got what he needs. He's got the talent. So yep. it all comes down to... And hey, we said the same thing about Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago. He's got the raw talent. It's just got to be the right fit. And you know what? It was. He got to sit for a year behind Alex Smith. Yep. And that worked out. That worked out just fine. So it comes down to. It just comes. It just comes down to circumstances. Well, it comes down to the coach and the system. I mean, that, you, to your Correct. point, it's a big deal, Allie. I Correct. mean, because you can go to the wrong place, and I mean, Sam Darnold. Let's just. It's just, that probably was a bad pick for the New York Jets. You remember a couple of years ago, we got a minute here. I'm just going to rapid fire through this. A couple of years ago when we were picking number one overall, if we would have made honest to God, Dustin, any other pick other than Baker, I don't think any of them would have succeeded because I say that about Josh Allen, not because of his talent, but because he was a raw prospect. He didn't have uh, all of that starting experience that Baker Mayfield did because he was a four-year starter at Texas Tech and then Oklahoma to come yeah. into, uh, you know, into the Browns and kind of be that culture fit. I'm not sure that... Josh Allen would have been able to be as successful as Baker has been. Sam Darnold, we've seen what that looked like. Josh Rosen, we know what that looked like. And I'm not convinced that Lamar Jackson would have been able to do anything with the Browns either. So it all comes down to circumstance. But nonetheless, that is my rant. We're done with it. We're putting it to bed and we will discuss more <laughs> next week. Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? No, just nice to hear from the callers tonight. Uh, nice to hear you guys are going to be able to join us in Cleveland and come see us. Uh, as always, we love that you join in. Uh, we could not do the show without you. And of course, we could not do it without our sponsors as well. So thank you to Cleveland, 
uh, ketchup, stadium mustard, Klonowski Real Estate, and of course the folks at Only in Cleve for always supporting us. We couldn't do it without you guys. So. Yep, and I'll tell you if you're listening and you are trying to buy a house, a good real estate agent makes all the difference. Go check mm-hmm. out Katie Klonowski, and then after you do that, go out and celebrate. Get a burger, put some stadium mustard on it, get some, get a side of fries. You put some Cle- Cleveland ketchup on it. Probably not the ghost pepper because it's going to sneak up on you. And then, by the way, you're going to look real beautiful doing it because you're going to have an, uh, an Only in Cleve official Here We Go Brownies podcast hat on your head. So there you have it, folks. Go get it. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. And as always, go Browns. Go Browns.